Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. I tell you, this is episode 375, Do the Tighten Up, Y'all Revisited. This is a great time to stop, evaluate our personal lives, our spiritual lives, our mental lives, our physical lives, our material lives, and how we're doing in the area of really being our best for the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is an important year. A lot is going on. I want to encourage you to take some time to listen to this episode. It continues to speak to me. I'm the one that wrote it, but it continues to speak to me and challenge me to be the very best I can for God, for my family, and for others in this world. And I tell you, we need to care about the condition of others. So many people are still hurting the the suicide rate and the rate of depression and drug addiction and alcohol addiction and physical abuse and child abuse and every other malady continues to register in at all-time highs for our culture. So we need to show up. We need to be counted on by ourselves for the Lord, uh, for our families, and for the world. And so take some time to listen to this episode. I'm going to let you know that the uh, original documentary on the minimalism had been free or actually had been on Netflix. Then it was free for a time on YouTube. Then it kind of disappeared and it had to be uh, rented. Now it's become free again. So that's a change to this podcast. You're about to hear that the original podcast, the movie that really motivated me to evaluate my personal life is now free on YouTube. Also, there's a follow-up kind of uh, not an episode really, but a part two of that movie, and uh, it's worth watching. It's really an updated version of the first movie. I think it's really even better, and uh, some have slashed it and said that it was not done well, but I disagree with that. It's a great uh, follow-up to the first movie, and it's worth watching. Uh, On a side note, I want to encourage you to check out a guy named Steve Gutenberg on Instagram. He does some encouraging little vignettes, little 30-second, little minute-and-a-half type things, And it's very good. I don't know Steve's background, but the things he has to say and the thoughts that he puts out uh, across the airwaves is very encouraging, very challenging. And I find inspiration in it. And so we all need that type of uh, thought put into our minds. And it's uh, not just the Stuart Smalley, gee, I'm I'm wonderful and people love me. It really has some substance to it. So I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. Something else, just a, a word of caution, a word of warning. I may have spoken publicly about uh, following the Lex Friedman podcasts on YouTube. And the main reason why I've done that is because Lex, he's not very old. He's an MIT scientist. He's actually, I think, a Russian citizen. I don't know that he's an American citizen. He speaks with a thick accent. It sounds like he has a speech impediment, but it's because he's actually Russian. But everybody comes on Lex Friedman's show. I'm talking Bill Gates, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, all the political candidates. Everyone shows up on Lex Friedman's show. I'm not really sure why, but he said some things here in the past couple of episodes that I find deeply disturbing. I'm not going to go into detail about the content. I just want to say that if you have any kind of an opinion towards my evaluation and you want to put some stock into it, I would highly encourage you, don't listen to him. And if you presently subscribe to him, unsubscribe and give him no more credence. 
Uh, it's not a good thing what he's doing. And uh, for a time, I was supportive and listening, uh, even though I don't agree with everything that comes out of his mouth. But the things that people were saying, I think, had significance. But I don't uh, appreciate him uh, at all. And I highly advise uh, not to give him any more credence or listen to. Here's the podcast, Do the Tighten Up, y'all. I hope and pray that it really is a source of encouragement for you to have a better 2024. And that's my prayer for you as we are quickly approaching the new year. I say happy new year and I wish the very best for you and your family. Here's the podcast. Well, you're listening to Guad Dot Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, you got it, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. I am super excited about this episode. This is season 11, episode 245, title, Do the Tighten Up, Y'all. Subtitle, It's Time to Get Our Act Together. I've had a song playing in my head for a few weeks now. The song is Tighten Up, released in 1968 by Archie Bell and the Drells. The YouTube link to the song is in the show notes. The show notes on the YouTube video reads, Tighten Up was a 1968 song by Houston, Texas-based R&B vocal group Archie Bell and the Drells. It reached number one on both the Billboard R&B and pop charts in the spring of 1968. It was one of the first songs that Archie Bell and the Drells recorded in a session in 1967. Soon afterwards, Bell was drafted into the U.S. Army and began serving in Vietnam. The song became a hit in Houston and was picked up by Atlantic Records for distribution in April 1968. By the summer, it topped both the Billboard R&B and pop charts. It also sold a million copies by May 1968, gaining an RIAA gold disc. The line in Tighten Up, We Dance Just As Good As We Walk, was a little ironic given that Bell had been shot in the leg and was consigned to a military hospital bed at the time. The song described an accompanying dance that the band had invented, also called the Tighten Up. This dance became popular concurrently with the song. My friend, you have to click on the link and listen to the song before going any further with this podcast. Believe me, it'll do your heart and soul a ton of good as you listen to the whole point of this podcast today. Pause the podcast, go to the show notes, and click on the link to the song now. I'll wait here while you listen. Hey, did you listen to the song first? No, really. I'll wait while you do it. Okay, with that song in your head now, here's the point. God has been impressing on my heart and soul the need to do the tighten up in my life. To tighten up in every way, body, mind, and spirit. To really have your act together is always a good thing, a best thing. But in light of this time of radical instability, we will be most fit to handle whatever curveball the world throws our way if we are tightened up. God first began to call me to tighten up in regard to my possessions. The seeds of change were first laid in my mind when I watched the documentary Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. The movie came out in 2016 and was featured on Netflix until just recently. Now it appears you have to rent it through one of the online rental platforms. I've included a link in the show notes to the trailer and rental platforms where it's available. If you haven't seen the film, I highly recommend it. It will be worth the rental fee. I've also included a link to the Mentalist podcast in the show notes as well. 
The one caveat to the podcast is that at times they will have guests on who use bad language as the little girl's voice warns right up front on those particular episodes. So beware. It's sad that they taint a pretty good podcast by leaving in profanity. As someone I talked to recently that has a YouTube show said, people that use curse words aren't offended if the curse words are edited out, but people who don't use curse words are highly offended if you leave them in. So why run the risk of offense and alienation? Plus, in the case of, for example, The Minimalist, the podcast is really good, and many people will listen to the show in the car on their way to take their kids to school, for example, and they sure don't want to hear an F-bomb come blaring through the infinity surround sound in their Chrysler Pacifica. Anyway, I'm mature enough to not throw the baby out with the bathwater, which is never advisable, but instead self-edit and get the good out of the stuff they produce. In an age of hyperinflation like I've never witnessed in 63 years, it's a great thing to do the tighten-up in regard to things. In a recent podcast, I told the story of my micro shower and the spray attachment replacement quest. Hey, good news, the rebuild works fantastic, even better than the unit that broke, which was up to that point the best I had ever used. So I heard my father's voice come back from my past. Kenny, if it works great, you better go buy a couple more because when it breaks, you won't find it again. It'll be gone. The spray head was only $7.98 plus tax. I went back to the same store, and the sprayer had gone up 25% in less than a week. The same sprayer rang up at $9.98. The price on the shelf was still $7.98, but the new price in the computer system had jumped faster than they could change the shelf tag. Fortunately, I had the receipt in my pocket for the sprayer and appealed to the fact that the shelf still read $7.98, so the manager gave me the cheaper price. I bought two. 25% increase in less than a week. Real inflation on everyday goods is through the roof. It's to our advantage to do the tighten-up regarding our relationship with things. My friends, we need to streamline our possessions to give us the smallest footprint on the earth as possible without compromising the key elements of our lives that, as the minimalists say, add value to our lives. And dear friend, I'm not talking about radicalism, I'm talking about the fact it just makes good sense that we need to have the smallest footprint on the earth as possible. I think it models the way of Christ. And for each person, that is different. I recently read a complaint by a homeowner on the app next door. It's sort of a community bulletin board for people who live in the same geographical area. The person complained about the recent hike in utility rates here in Tennessee. They said their electric bill had skyrocketed to over $500 for the month. The irony is that it was on a house that was 4,500 square feet. In my day, that would have been a mansion. Is it possible that they might look at the bigger question, do you really need that much space, plus a three-car garage that's filled with stuff? Anyway, our adventure into minimalism took a deeper dive when we moved to Tennessee in May of 2018. We packed up a rider moving truck front to back, wall to wall, and floor to ceiling. I'm being serious. Just ask my two adult sons who helped us pack. Back then, both of them said we should sell everything and start over when we got to Tennessee. My wife and I should have listened. But when you're experiencing a major life change to begin with, though good and welcomed and exciting as it is, it's hard in those moments to make decisions about letting stuff go. We had already given away a lot of stuff, including a nice set of living room furniture, our washer, dryer, chest deep freeze, refrigerator, and extra refrigerator in the garage all went with the sale of the house. The rider truck was mainly just stuff. 
Forgoing the travelogue, it's taken us four years to get to a point where I feel that we are down to the minimum stuff we really need to live life in this present setting. If God calls on us to downsize further, we are now prepared to take quick action and respond quickly to the life adjustment necessary to live peaceful lives of content. Friend, where both my wife and I have come to is this. What matters most to us is our relationship with Jesus and our relationships with family and friends. While if there's anything that we've learned from the pandemic, that is it. Stuff is just life tools to meet the needs of basic living. I really feel that we finally have the horse in front of the cart in the area of stuff. Plus, with regard to those things that we do need, my wife has become a master of finding the items for free or at a greatly reduced price. God is rewarding us in doing the tighten up in the area of our possessions. As the song Tighten Up rings through my head, God has also been calling me to do the tighten up in the area of my physical health. I'm not going to go into details right now about my personal body weight and weight loss at this time, but I can testify that God is doing a new thing, as I said in one of the previous podcasts, in my relationship with the food, and it is resulting in major weight loss. I don't want to divulge all the details now. I'm presently contemplating a video program to offer help to others who have weight issues, but I really want to think it through before making this major commitment. Of course, as everything we do, the video programming would be free on YouTube. I praise God that my blood work has always come back with a healthy report, but God got a hold of me in a major way that this would not continue to be the case if I didn't make some radical changes in the area of my weight. Keep in mind, my wife, the household manager, doesn't buy packages of cookies, ice cream, unhealthy snacks, etc. We eat very healthy. But since getting hit by a car while out for my morning run, I have been on a rocket ship of weight gain. At the time of impact with the car, I had a perfect body mass index. As we each take a good hard look at where we are in the realm of body weight, healthy dietary planning for maximum body health, and regular cardio strength training exercise, God will reward us for doing the physical health tighten up. When God does the mind change and we respond in gracious obedience to his still small voice, he rewards us with good health and a happy heart, pardon the pun. God has also been calling for me to do the tighten up in the area of my spiritual devotion to him, especially in the area of prayer. He's been at work heavily in my mind, so much so that I'm feeling a strong connection back to the first days of my walk with God as a Christian. It's really a sensation of a rebirth. Not that I have been born again again. There's only one new birth in Jesus Christ, and that's eternal. But it feels like a personal renewal, revival, being prompted by the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. My wife is in the same place right now spiritually. It's hard to put into words, but it's the same feelings I had when I first became a Christian. This spiritual tighten-up is giving me more confidence in prayer, an expectation of the miraculous in everyday living of life, a deepening dependence on and trust of God as my provider, a concern and diligence to see people come to salvation in Jesus Christ, a desire to share the peace of Christ with everyone, and a deep appreciation for life and community with others. God has opened the floodgate to free tools that He can use to draw us closer to Him. Friend, there are Bible apps, free audio, video, and book material that can be downloaded and listened to, watched, and read on our smartphones. God has given us so many avenues to grow in faith and understanding of Him that we are without excuse to be found sloppy spiritually. 
our generations above all in the history of the world should be the closest to God because of His Word and the easy accessibility to spiritual development tools and resources. Remember that I've included some of the helpful links to spiritual encouragement in the Life Helps link in the show notes. I invite you to click on the link and check out all the digital resources available to help you grow in your walk with God. And they're just the beginning. They're examples. Today's podcast is not meant to be an exhaustive inventory of all the ways in which God is calling me to do the tighten-up, but these three examples in the areas of soul, body, and spirit gives you and all of us some things to think about as we hopefully hear God calling us to do the tighten-up. How refreshing it is to have God position us personally to experience Him at work in our lives in whole new ways. It's wonderful to do the tighten-up. I invite you to join with me. It's got a great groove and it's easy to dance to. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace. Peace.